Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Friday. Happy Friday, three-day weekend. Woo-hoo. Are you kids done with school? No, not yet. There. Okay. Um, today was the last day of finals. Actually, my youngest is currently in Vallejo, California. Oh, that's right. She's the going day on of complete and utter fun exhaustion. Yes. Did she text you? Oh gosh, all the time. Okay, good. Like I keep getting like she'll send me like little videos. Uh huh. And like she'll text me nonsense stuff because this is my daughter and she's weird. <laughs> but um, like she sent me a video of her trying cotton candy for the first time. She's a rare cotton candy. Yeah. No. How's that happen? We're we're terrible parents. Okay. <laughs> first step is admitting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the places, think about it, Jen, all the places where you go to have cotton candy are populated with people. Yeah. This whole uh, agoraphobia thing you got going on. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah. There's limits. My dad called me earlier today. He's like, you guys do anything for Memorial Day weekend? I'm like, God, no. Honestly? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, because like, okay, so in Minnesota, the religion of summer is cabins. Yeah. I've heard you discuss this before. Right. So this is the kickoff of the cabins. And I won't go up to ours because it's freezing. Like, you need to, like, knock off 10 degrees the closer you get to a lake in Minnesota. So, like, if it's 75 in Minneapolis, it's going to be, like, 65 or 60 up at the cabin, which in my world is sub zero temperatures. Okay. Like, that's torture. I'm not doing no, that. that's a lovely temperature. That no. is my ideal temperature, to be like, honest. It's not like sit in a bathing suit and hang out weather. Well, no, me. but do I ever do that anyway? No. Yeah. Well, but that's what I do at the cabin. <laughs> oh. But honestly, I'm just looking so forward to just like okay, that makes hanging sense, out at the house. I'm going to go look at my chandelier. That sounds like fun. I'm really excited about it. Callie saw my big chandelier that I'm thinking of, and she determined it was not too funky. I mean, it's pretty funky. It's funky, but it's not too funky. My sister, my big sister signed off on it, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works. (laughs) I am the youngest of three girls. If my big sister says it's okay, then it's fine. Speaking of vacations, my only vacation that I have planned for any time recently is the trip with you oh, and Maddie and Silver. So we booked our cabin. We booked our cabin. I I hope Maddie's not too put out that I was a little insistent about. Well, she'll listen and text as she yells at us as we can't remember names and shit. <laughs> I don't. Think Please, Maddie, well. forgive me. I don't think she. Does. I think I we're, that was a nice cabin. It's fine. Okay, good. Okay. I just think that, like, from what I know, we're gonna I've go been, do stuff. 
I've been to that area. I've stayed in cabins there at Tahoe Donner before. Mm-hmm. I know how to get to Tahoe from there. Like, yeah. you want to go do Tahoe stuff. Yeah. And then I know Donner Lake, and I know that's, like, if you're going to actually, like, go to a lake to, like, lay on the beach and go in do the water. that. Yeah. That's a much better lake to do it at than Tahoe. Okay. Like, when I think of Tahoe, particularly North Shore Tahoe, mm-hmm. I think of crowds and no parking and <laughs> everything's ridiculously expensive and, and it's just you're like, such a people person that's the perfect place well, for you <laughs> no the last time we went through there admittedly it was the fourth of july but we drove oh, we, just, we just drove through and it was like why are there and it was this was in 2020 height uh, of COVID, and it was just like people 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 everywhere and i'm like this is insane what are these people doing we were in the summer of 2020 when people were like it's over and we're like no no (laughs) not even a little bit not even a little bit guys and i was like this is not right as and i ran to the border for my vaccine and there's lots of stuff like restaurants and bars and fun stuff in i'm down with restaurants and shopping Yes, they've got all the cutest shops. I know exactly where they are. I know where to, you know, I know where to park for them. And like, I, I know all this stuff. See, I acknowledge you as our tour guide. No, 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 no. You tell me to go. Like, this is how I travel. I don't decide stuff. I'm told where to go. And I show up. And I eat. See that I like I like to do that too. And here's here's where like I am I'm available on a consultant. Yeah, like, but what like, is a good thing to do? Where's a good place to like? I'm yeah. okay for that, but don't. I wonder if Maddie's gonna write up an itinerary it. for us. Her itineraries no. are killer. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to plan anything. Oh, okay, no. Maddie, decide if you're gonna do an itinerary. Let us. I know. mean. <laughs> Good, good luck, Natty. It's fine. I'm here for consultation, do not but feel I like really don't want to. that hot potato. Like, if we're no. just going to be like, Schmidt, let's do whatevs. I'm totally cool with that. But also, that kid makes a nice itinerary. She does. My only yeah. suggestions are like, if you want to do something fun on Tahoe, I recommend the paddle boat out of Tahoe City. Because you get to go and see like Emerald Bay and Viking Aww. Home and all that good stuff. And it's... Aww. That's a fun trip. That's a good way to see like Tahoe. You want to go see like, Tahoe? That's why is Jennifer agreeing to like all this outdoor activity? We're going in August, guys. Oh God! Here's the thing. Not nah, it's warm. I'm good. No, no, <laughs> it is as warm. Here's the thing. <laughs> I understand you're from the frozen north. Yeah. Here, temperatures don't start coming down until September at the earliest. Yeah. And I'm even good. then, we'll have a heat wave in October. Like, I mean, even <laughs> Minnesota in August is oppressively hot. It's pretty freaking hot. But here's the thing. So everybody goes to the cabin. If you're going to have a heat wave, it's probably going to be in July. But like, just August, is, August is more the consistently hot temperatures. But it's, it's like you said, in Minnesota, subtract 10 degrees. Like, mm-hmm. It's always cooler up at Tahoe, which is why everybody from Reno flees up there when we have a heat wave. Because I'm not down with y'all and your forest fires. Well, see, that's the thing. That's where the August thing makes me go, ooh. Because I don't want to, like, burn, man. You're like, not going to burn. <laughs> You're not going like to burn. my lungs, too. My lungs are clean. I've never smoked any. Oh, no. Illegal, like, illegal, illegal anything. 
no, they're no. pure. No, I like here's to keep the them that way. Here's the thing: you're gonna have California lung after you. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how you people live in that state. No, we're buying for for our house. I told Kyle, I was like, next summer we're getting an air purifier. Yes. This is some bullshit. Because when we all end up with lung cancer, you're going to be like, what happened? Well, it's not even the lung cancer. It's just like, it's like after a while I started having a headache. But there's like no chance that there's not going to be some fire of some sort during that trip. And so the only real impact that, you know, outside of like Tahoe Donner itself being on fire. Yeah. Is that the views aren't going to be as pretty. Okay. I so that's why it's that. like you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on a place with a view because if it's yeah. smoky, I'm then you've got a great it. view anyway. So I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I just want to like hang well, with we my can, ladies. You know what? I've actually been – you saw my silly poll. I made a poll. I'm like so pumped about that fucking Taylor Swift I made, questionnaire that it's part of my answer, Memorial Day relaxation activity. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, so I did, I made a poll about Taylor Swift for the gals going on this trip, and I'm legitimately today was like, I should do a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Have you seen those videos of people that, like, they make each other PowerPoint? I'm like, we should all do that, make each other a PowerPoint PowerPoint. presentation on, on whatever like topic that we decide oh like maddie did with the disney princes yes exactly but like like the argument in favor of like my argument it. would be like why reputation is the best album or whatever but you like you could make it about like why the vampire diaries is amazing you know like <laughs> whatever Sorry, you want to argue that was funny i just think this is a fantastic idea and whether or not you're going to do it or anybody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. So be Can I tell you, if something happened and it's sort of <laughs> Vampire Diaries adjacent and it made me really sad. Was it the, what, 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 what? Tell me. Candace Akala is getting a divorce from Joe King. Why is this bad? They're cute. No. Well, it makes me sad when, like, I've thought about this a lot. I've thought <laughs> about this a lot. And I've decided that if Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively ever get a divorce. Then we riot at dawn. I think I <laughs> might go in a dark, dark place and stay there. I think, I think Ryan friend. Reynolds and Blake Lively. And I'm going to be upset if, if Taylor and Joe ever break up. Yeah, those are, like, my top two. Like, they can't. You know, they like, need to be, like, the new, like, Tom and. Rita, yeah. Rita. I need that. They're so beautiful. They're just lovely. David, they have such nice energy. Uh, David Letterman released his new interview series on Netflix, and Ryan Reynolds is on it. And it's Ooh, such a good interview. And you get it. to see their kitchen. Yeah. One of. Jen's like several. taking notes. <laughs> I just like, I just want to be in her house. Like, I won't touch anything. I just want to like look around and see how she decorated. It's really, that's all I want. Also, can I sneak a peek at a wedding photo? You are ridiculous. I'm super nosy. <laughs> you really are like. I wouldn't like tweet about it. I just keep, <laughs> I keep my mouth shut. I just want to like see the dress break. I know you got it in the closet somewhere. We'll you're just your real problem. <laughs> it's like I am the person they're trying to keep. Like we're like we just want to exactly. live. Like we want to keep it private from. from Jen. I'm not like 
like rude about it. I don't like. I don't like. Know. I don't tweet at them. I don't harass them. I don't show up weird, stocky places. I just. But you will just, judge the dress if it's not up to your snuff. I'm not really worried about it. It's Blake. Blake's, oh, Blake's this is a, girl. Like she's also a very good point. But like, what about Taylor Swift? Like she gets married to Joe. She's not already. I really feel like, like I'm okay with Taylor. I feel like the only way Taylor could disappoint me is if like she does something that I feel like it's completely like not her personality. Like I feel like she's got to be pretty girly. But maybe there's some flowers on it somewhere. I don't know. They're I'm thinking like accurate. I'm thinking like more lover than reputation. Do you see mm-hmm. the image? But reputation isn't like I don't feel like she's like edgy fashion. I think she's cool feminine. Well, especially lately, she's like cottage core Taylor. Right. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> if she showed up like in a sundress with a sunflower hat, I might be like, come on, girl. You wore like three billion. She's going to do that just to <laughs> piss you off. Where's the fucking silk? <laughs> Where's my ruffles? Where's it? my lace? <laughs> Jesus. What do I got to do around here? I'm sorry, guys. It's just really upsetting. Because nowadays, the people who, like, have their weddings on People Magazine are people that I don't give a shit about. It's like The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Like, listen, I don't care what your wedding looks like. I want to see Taylor Swift's wedding. But they're all, all the mature famous. people want to keep it to themselves. Anyway. Yes! Like, listen, when Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt released that photo of their wedding, it was almost better if they had released nothing. Because they showed with. you nothing. Because they showed you nothing. <laughs> Like, I got maybe a smidge of a dress, but it was all hair and veil. And I'm like, fucking A. If you're going to go through the brain damage of putting on people, maybe they always get a good shot of it. But that's why they did it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Say what you will about Brangelina, but that woman put that dress in a four-page spread, and I appreciated it. The marriage lasted all seven seconds, but I appreciated it. The marriage lasted longer than Brad and Jennifer. Did it last longer? I, I feel like so. I think they were together longer than Jennifer and Brad, but I don't Oh, think that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot longer. that they were like held out on getting married. What is that about? Like we are like long-term married people. I don't understand what happens. People date for like 20 years, then they get married, then they get a divorce three months later. It's like a serious phenomenon in Hollywood. I don't understand it. uh, What is that about, guys? What are you doing? What's happening? Are you feeling feeling boxed in by the paperwork? I don't know. They don't like the paperwork. Speaking of paperwork. Yeah. I'm going to see. um, I don't know why this is speaking of paperwork. Um, I'm going to see Top Gun tomorrow. (gasps) Oh, I want to see Top Gun. This weekend. I told Nick I want to see my cutie Charlie. (laughs) And I saw that you saw my tweet of Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who the fuck is Charlie? You have to listen to our podcast every week to keep up. Because we like to rename actors. His name is not Glenn. It's Charlie. (laughs) It's Charlie. We've decided that's super hot compared to Glenn. He does not look like a Glenn. I was, like, very curious about that whole premiere because Nina Dobrev and what's-his-butt carrot head, um, her boyfriend, the skateboard guy, snowboarder. Skateboards? Oh, Sean White? Sean White. They went to the premiere, 
And she's like, I'm here to support my my friend Glenn. But except, like, she dated Charlie. They were a thing. <laughs> Did uh, she really? It must have been an amicable breakup. Like, do you feel like maybe she traded down a little bit? Um, no, because Sean White's really cool. That's true. And he's and he's cute. He's cut his hair and he's a smoke show now. He's he's been on TikTok. I've enjoyed some of his stuff. They, like, during they, the Olympics, he was hilarious. He I, was pretty funny. Have you you did not see their coordinated white outfits? Like I'm I, here, listen, I'm gonna listen, have Listen, that's your avenue, not mine. Listen, so yes, I miss You're it. gonna be proud of me. I'm growing as a person. Ready? <laughs> sure. If Nina Dobrev doesn't want to show me her wedding dress, I'll just use the pictures from the Top Gun premiere to pretend that that was their wedding photo. Oh, that good, huh? I mean, it's kind of what I imagined Nina would show up in, and he was in a white tux, and it was, it was nice. It was a nice touch. You're like, no. <laughs> like, I love that he's just like, I'm a super rich snowboarder, just like hanging out with my girl now. Like, that's what they do. He just like they just vacation twenty four seven. Her Instagram is just one week after another of going different places in the world with Sean White because he's Must like worth like thirty million. Rough, man. I know life's difficult for her. Let's let's pour it's one out for poor Nina Dobrev. Poor Nina. I wonder how Ann Summerhalder feels about it. Nah, I don't care. All right, <laughs> so like you couldn't even get that sentence out. No, nope, don't care. Man. Nope, don't care. <laughs> Pass. Okay, I'm really excited because I'm at the staircase episode where they're discussing the owl. You know what? I don't think I've watched an episode since last week. Girl! We've had all kinds of shit. Just to power watch. through till you get to the owl. I'm so excited they're talking about it. They haven't I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Here's the thing. The problem is so Liam wanted to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, interesting. And I was like, he's in high school now. He's Oh, he's never seen it? No. Okay. And so we've been going through and watching it with him. And we only watch like really like one episode a night. But like, I've been really looking forward to watching it because I'm like, Breaking Bad, man, it's a good show. Yeah. So we've been watching that. And then like the new Obi-Wan show is up. And then Stranger Things just dropped. And it's like, I got lots of shit to watch. Plus we're watching Under the Banner of Heaven. And that's bananas crazy okay so. yeah i gotta get back into that because i'm like crazy mormons what the fuck so it's just <laughs> it's like a combination and i talked about this earlier it's a combination of like a murder investigation and the history of mormonism which I yeah don't know anything about and it's kind of a mind blower like i literally <laughs> at one point i looked over at kyle and i was like did that really happened because it was one of the joseph smith things and i was like yeah that really happened and yep. he's like yeah sure I'm like, that's how he died and he's like yeah and I'm yep. like, holy shit they made a religion religion off of this yes <laughs> sorry to all those who are mormons mormons yeah. we respect your faith we're just fascinated by it. it's a little bit like it's, listen people are totally weirded out by catholicism they're like why are you standing up and said like i have been asked a thousand questions about Catholicism because it's like this very people find it very mysterious. <laughs> so like people think my religion's weird too. It's whatever. It's fine. So yeah, I got to get back into it though because I kind of fell off of it because I was like it started turning into a lot about Joseph Smith and I was like I kind of care about the crazy nutso brothers who clearly murdered. Well, there's a girl. new episode up, but we haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So hopefully, okay. 
my kid is currently upstairs watching the first episode of Stranger Things because my husband felt at 14 she was old enough to watch Stranger Things. Ooh. And I was like, okay, let's sure? see how this goes. Have you seen Stranger Things? I was legitimately, legitimately freaked the hell out. I mean, it's pretty scary. It's scary. So I feel like this may be a He's always like this, though. She's like, that's fine. We, she can watch that. I'm like, have you spoken to our child who lives like a Disney princess and thinks the world's all sunshine and rainbows? See, now my, 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 my female child. Like, I'm literally raising a Disney princess, you guys. Like, she my, literally like butterflies is, and rainbows and reading books. Mine is, like, she doesn't get scared mm. about things. Like, she's, she could watch it and be fine. Yeah. So, but she has no interest. So, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm guessing that somewhere along the lines, this either has to do with a TikTok video with one of the actors she thinks is great. Probably uh, Millie. I think she likes Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, she's pretty cool. I mean, can you blame her? Like, she saw the uh, what was the Netflix movie Millie did? Uh, Enola Holmes. Yeah, she loved that. So I, you know, I rolled with it. I was like, whatever. My parents let me watch all kinds of wildly inappropriate stuff when I was a kid. So my parents were weirdly like really conservative about that sort of thing. Like I can remember my mom had this file that she kept in, in, in her desk that she like clipped like movie reviews from like some Catholic magazine I'm like, this is the review, and if your children should watch it. And so, like, when I had asked to watch something, she'd, like, look it up in the file. <laughs> and, like, I had to campaign hard to get to watch Stand By Me. Like, Stand By Me, when it came out, that was the movie. All the kids are watching it. Okay. But it was rated R because of the bad language, right? Yeah. I had to work hard to get to see Stand By Me. Oh, my God. My? Yeah. Like, my parents were super strict, but not with that stuff. They were like, whatever. <laughs> like, the only movie they ever said no to was Dirty Dancing. Now, I got to go see Dirty Dancing, but I didn't go with, like, my parents. I went with my friend and her parents. Yeah. Which I think the only reason we didn't is because my mom was like, oh, it's not rated R. It's fine. And then, like, it's not fine, mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, not very adult themed, but you know what? It's fine because I loved that movie and it was, it was the moment. So my best friend and I, when we were kids, she loved Gone with the Wind. She's from Kansas. Oh boy. And what does Gone made, with the Wind have to do with Kansas? I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. And <laughs> they made a, a made for TV movie of the, of the sequel. I don't oh, know God. if you remember this. And oh, her mother no. was like, crazy and was like um and she her mother also hated me because I was Catholic that was literally the reason and so weird her mom was like you can't watch the like the lifetime gone with the wind tv miniseries and she was like devastated and I told my mom and my mom was like that was that's bullshit (laughs) she's like I'll tape it she can come and watch it here and we totally did it it was like my mom never done that but she was like that's like actually batshit crazy that she say no to that 
She's like, it's on like freaking CBS. There's nothing bad in it. And there really wasn't. <laughs> so. Anyways. My parents are pretty fine with something as if it was on TV. Mm-hmm. But like, like when Pretty Woman came out, my sister wanted to take me to see it. My mom was like, no. And so like my sister campaigned to be able to take me to go see Pretty Woman. And it was just like, okay. I remember renting Pretty Woman. And it was one of those movies I was like, I don't think I really want to watch this with my parents. Oh no! Yeah, that's a, a no parent movie for sure. So many of those, because you didn't know what you were getting into back in the nineties, you guys. You couldn't Google it, man. There was no Google. There was nothing. You rented shit. You put it on, and you're like, "Oh, I want to die." You were flying by the seat of It was pants. just you just never knew what you were gonna get. <sighs> okay, so I'm watching that. I'm also what did I watch this week? There was something else. And it's gone. Oh, this is us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, you know, here's the thing. First of all, did it beat the parenthood finale? Nothing does. No. Give me a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, everyone's probably screaming at me. But I'm like, okay, no, settle down. That's just empirical. I that's didn't even just have to like, watch it to listen, know that. It's gold standard, okay? They had Joe opening puppies <laughs> on Christmas. Like, what do you want from me? Um, it was very good. It was very simple, which I think was kind of genius. I think that, you know, they didn't try to, like, do a huge twist or this big shocker. Like, they just were kind of, like, it was you know, this is life. There, life means life and death. There's new beginnings. You know, life goes on. And it's always kind of interesting to me when when they talk about, like, really spiritual stuff, but, like, don't want to, like, attach any religion to it. So I think they were, they were very much uh, playing around with the idea of uh, non-linear timeline that this is all happening at the same you know what I mean it's like yeah. all happening in the same time it was just a, it was a really lovely before we go to the next place discussion with Joe or with uh, Jack and and Rebecca because I really let she was like I don't want to leave them and he's like you don't he's like it's very hard to explain you're gonna totally get it when we get there but you don't it was just He's very much like the guide for her to move to the next phase. And like Randall told um, Kate and Kevin, you know, she squeezed my hand really hard, you know, right before. And they're like, yeah, no, we saw it. And he's like, I wonder what that was. And she's squeezing Jack's hand when they go to heaven. <laughs> I'm just calling it heaven, you guys. Okay, because it's heaven. So it was really good. And then they didn't really, you know, honestly, Kate and Kate and Kevin weren't really like in it that much. <laughs> it was a lot about Randall. And it was a lot about the flat. It was a lot about the other timelines. They had the big littles. Um, that's all the scenes they shot before those kids got too big. And it was just them having a lazy day and just being a family. It was it was almost it was almost a show about nothing. <laughs> It was like just them existing as a family and hmm. the passage of time. It was really quite lovely. 
So, but like, it was super simple, but it was also incredibly intricate in the way you, he's telling, he's trying to simplify very complicated concepts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This much bigger than life. I got to say though. So at the end, um, you know, Rebecca had told all three kids that you need to, you know, make, live big lives. Don't make yourself small. So for Kevin, he's focusing on the not profit. He started the, the construction company his dad always wanted to do. And he uses it to build, he hires veterans and they build homes, which is kind of amazing. Not kind of, it's amazing. So Kevin eventually comes to the point where the acting is a means to an end. That that's not his actual purpose. He's going to make a ridiculous amount of money doing something fairly silly. And he uses that money to help his family and to build this nonprofit, which is his real passion. Which I thought was kind of a nice, because, you know, Kevin was pretty much a narcissistic dickhead for most of the, <laughs> for most of the show. So it was nice to see him grow beyond that. And then Kate is developing programs for musical programs for blind children and opening schools all over the country. So everyone's like, well, what's Randall going to do? Cause Randall's like the star and he's already becoming a, he's already a Senator Aww. and Randall's going to run for president. He's going to win. Damn it. And he's going to win because he's Randall. So this was a super crazy article I read. I'm like dying for this to happen so he they, they they kind of gotten that thread of okay he would go he would be president but Dan Fogelman is a big fan of West Wing and they had that West Wing reunion and um, Sterling K. Brown was on it um, he played like the new Leo and they were talking about like had they if they ever did a West Wing, um, they would do like they would have Sterling be Sterling be the president. Of course. Like Aaron Sorkin. So Dan Fogelman was like, that would be kind of amazing if this is us was the prequel series to the <laughs> West Wing spin-off. And I'm like I've never needed anything more in my entire life. <laughs> Please do it. Y'all don't ask for like, I'm down. It would be amazing. So no, I was. I I feel like the penultimate episode was like the real gut puncher, like the real like. Like I told my mom, she's she's binging, and she called me. She's like sobbing, and I'm like, and she's like only on season. She's on episode two season six and I was like okay so when you get to the penultimate just like take the migraine pills with you <laughs> bring the Kleenex she's like I'm gonna need drugs after like 100% and then they kind of like with the finale they just were like it's okay Rebecca's okay Jack's okay everyone's okay it's gonna be okay and I love it when writers understand that the audience needs to know that. We need to know that these people that we loved for all these years are going to be okay. That's the only way we can let them go. So. You know, it's true, though. We stuck in it. I mean, it's really... I mean, people talk about finales where something terrible happens or, like, you know, you don't get closure. Speaking of like, terrible. tortures you for years. You know, because you can't let these characters go. 
speaking of terrible, I know it's not a series finale, but we need to discuss New Amsterdam. Oh, God. Listen. I don't know exactly what happened, but I know it sucked. I do. I know what happened. So I watched the last, I think I'm like two episodes behind. And I literally, with Iggy, could not. I was like, I don't think I can stomach this asshat anymore. Like, he's literally prohibiting me from watching the rest of the show. I understand I can fast forward um, through his scenes, but that would require me to see his physical face still. So, so I was like, do I want to watch the new Amsterdam finale? And then I started looking and I see in my Twitters that people are upset. And I was like, it doesn't look like, according to my Twitters, that I want to watch the new Amsterdam finale. Ah, gee, I wonder what happened. So I go and I read... <laughs> the recap on tv line and girl so i know that helen didn't show up for the wedding yeah i don't know why nobody knows why because that would require wonderful um well and it was like weird because um like the previous episode i was seeing some guests where she was just like he's like talking about like we're getting married she's like yes 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 and then like the beginning of this of the finale episode she sends him a text and she's like, today has been, I can't even, I will tell you all about it later. And then something happens and inexplicably, of course, they have to get married on the roof of New Amsterdam. And he's, Does that make sense? Because where else are they going to get married? Um, and yeah, she just, like, I don't think she's in the episode at all. She just calls him and she's like, Max, I can't. And then like, that's it. Then it fades to black. So that's some bullshit. Um, and then Iggy, I mean, I'm sure they're gonna fix it. It's just one of those things that they do to like draw shit out. But well, again, I hate that. Well, you know? it's, okay. Listen, I understand that people had a lot of problems with Oliver and Felicity's breakup, and I am not here to argue that that was a perfect storyline. Far from it. But at least the writers. We're like, okay, we've done the whole will they, won't they? We're just going to get them married and let them be married. You know what I mean? Like, we got a solid season, two seasons, of them married. Like, I I don't understand this idea of, well, we have to keep them will they, won't they for the last 16, whatever, half episode, half season that you're doing next year. You can't do 15 episodes with the two of them married. We can't do that. It has to be the finale. Okay. So yeah. And then Iggy. What did Iggy do? Oh, what did Iggy do? He basically tells hot husband Martin. Yeah, I like to call him hot husband. Um because he's beautiful. (laughs) So he was like so he's found out about like the maybe basically the emotional affair. And there was a scene where and he's leaving Iggy, right? No, what? That's that's how fucking twisted this gets. Hold on to your hats for some spectacularly bad writing. You ready? You ready? No. So <laughs> there's a scene where Iggy's like, "Why did you ever approach me at that bar?" And Martin's like, "I thought you were cute." And I swear to God, this is what Iggy says to him. He says, "No." You saw a broken person you thought you could fix. 
which where the where where why does that sound accusatory where iggy is the one that that, cheated the actual fuck did that come from okay so that's one and then he determines at the end of the episode oh there's like some hurricane or there's a flood and iggy saves the day and he's able to do something i don't know and he comes home and he tells martin i just can't be the person i'm meant to be with you so at least Martin, hot husband, has the cojones to be like, get the fuck out of my house then. Good. So you kicked him out? Yeah, you told him to move Fantastic out. news. <sighs> Should have happened ages ago. I don't understand what kind of crazy planet this guy is living on. See, this is why you I don't watch You think you could thing. do better than was, Martin? Like, what are you even on, dude? What <laughs> is the crack pipe you're smoking? Because that's not a true I'm just thing. like, is, I'm like, this is just me reading it on a page. Good is luck me witnessing it on. to be with a narcissist. I know. I was like not witnessing in full, you know, my big ass movie TV. I was like, I'll pass. So yeah, I'm done. Sorry, guys. Done. Super done. Can't even be more than a little bit. I just, I know they'll put. I know. It's going to be the together. last. Yeah. I'm like, sure there's some, there is some, something happened that day, which is prohibiting her from being there. Probably something with her dad or Or whatever, her, her mother, whatever. It's some cooked up bullshit, whatever. Some that, revelation. So like, this is the, made. this is the, this is the big cliffhanger. I'm you like, know, okay. I could see it to where it's, it's solved very much like so many shows love to do mm-hmm. where it's solved in the season premiere and then they're married for the the last season like Ugh. i could see it just to make people wait all summer with that ending like that's such bullshit i hate it when they do that stuff i really like okay if you're gonna pull this shit then just wait till the last episode to do the wedding that's kind of where i'm at otherwise it makes no sense it's Why just, are you, it just, feels like a it's slap in the face to the fans. It's sweets, man. Like, I'm like, it's fine to do a wedding during, whatever. I don't even know if sweeps matters anymore. Nobody watches live TV. Nobody I watches live TV. Just, <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I just, the ridiculousness. And it basically makes Helen look like the bad guy. Yeah, that's, poor the, puppy that's la- the part that most people have been upset about. And rightly so. Because, yeah. listen, there's a a segment of people out there <laughs> who are terrible, who never liked Helen because she doesn't fit there. I'm I'm trying not to say the quiet part out loud. They're, you mean they're a bunch fit. of fucking racists? And, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I'm with they, you. They're, they're anxious for her to fail. So as soon mm-hmm. as this happens, they're excited they're like, to ah, jump ah, on it and ah, be like, look, see how terrible she is. Look at, yeah. Poor Max. Also, the fact that she's barely in episodes anymore. I mean, is this, is the, is Freema leaving the show early? Like, what is going on? That doesn't seem right. I don't know. I just, I don't think so. I just think that the writers are terrible. They have officially run out of ideas. <laughs> this is like, it's like, it's time, it's time. We could, we didn't need to do the half. We really, really didn't need to do the half, half season of five. 
Like wrap it up, guys. You could wrap. I just don't wrap get it. it up New Amsterdam was such a good show. I know. Was- I've never seen. I'm trying to think of a show that did this fast of a nosedive. Maybe The Flash. Definitely The Flash. I really was The Flash. <laughs> Remember, like season one, Flash was pretty good. It was pretty good. And I feel like season two, you're like, what happened? I didn't make it past the first episode. Because that little motherfucker was taking credit for saving the city when in reality it was Eddie. Wandy Bear, Eddie. And I, that was the day I hated, I started to hate Barry. (laughs) That was same here. I was like, like, and then he started getting like the key to the city. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, this motherfucker, what is this And they guy? kept comparing Oliver to him, like, Oliver's <laughs> such a piece of shit. Why can't yeah. he be more like Barry? Meanwhile, <laughs> Oliver's getting stabbed on a weekly basis. And I'm just like, okay. Here with baby mamas who won't let him see his fucking kid. And This is not okay. Oh, and remember when Barry was responsible for Oliver and Felicity breaking up? Yep, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was super fun. <laughs> God, I'm just like, just stay out of it, Barry. Nobody wants to hear it. Oh my God, God. I saw that the their showrunner was like, "Don't worry, when we end the Flash, it's gonna be all happy ending, and Barry and Iris are gonna be together." I'm like, really, dude? Like, tell me something we didn't know. By the way, the only reason why that any of that is possible is because Oliver Oliver saves literally the universe. But whatever, I digress. They don't deserve it. Barry's whatever. ass would be missing. Barry's ass would be dead. So anyways, we can continue to thank Oliver Queen for, like, saving Barry's ass. Sorry, was that too bitter? <laughs> you think you let it go? You think you move on? You never move on. And it drapes you right back. The bitterness goes on forever. Um, What else did I watch? I watched a lot of, because I need, you know, how I need background noise. <laughs> So I've been watching a lot of the Johnny Depp trial. Oh, God. I've just, seen, like, some updates on TikTok, but I just can't even. Like, here's the thing. They're both, they're both actors. It's really... I'm like, listening to the closing arguments, and I'm like, the minute one side gets up, and I'm like, okay, you sold me. And then the next side gets up, and I'm like, nope, you sold me too. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they're both... Um, here's what I think I think Johnny Depp is a drunk and a drug addict and when he is doing those things he's volatile I think she clearly got caught in some seriously massive lies but does that mean she's lying about everything I don't know I don't know does that mean is he just volatile when he's drinking does that mean I have no idea. Like, I really, it's really, this really boils down to, like, which one you're going to believe. And you just, like, the jury literally just has to pick one. But even if they pick one, that doesn't mean that that's the truth. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a total, it's a circus. It is a circus. But in terms of, like, background noise, it worked out okay. (laughs) I feel like, regardless, the only one coming out on top here is going to be Johnny Depp. Well, I think in terms of public opinion, yeah, yeah he's opinion, very much he's 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 one public opinion, and which is I think that was his goal. Yeah, I, I don't think he wants any. I mean, I to me, if I were the jury, I would probably just call it a wash, and nobody gets anything. And the two so of you, everyone sucks here. And everyone sucks. Y'all need to go. Y'all need to 
go your separate ways. Stop talking about each other and just pretend like you never met. Okay. Like it's, they're literally like the most toxic relationship I've ever seen exist. So, so yeah, I, I actually, my, my, to me, that would be the wisest decision, but I don't know. I, I've been hearing from court TV that the jury seems very much with Johnny. I mean, he's very charming. He's you know. very charming. Well, I know a lot of the public are with Johnny, so. Yeah, I mean, Thanks I think there reasons. is a desire from people who enjoy him that this not be true. I don't think that that, I think that was already built in. And he capitalized oh, yeah, 100% on that. Agree. Like, nobody wants Jack Sparrow to be a wife beater. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you want your 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 favorite actors to be so here's what i say to johnny Depp: if you if you can get out of this and the public still loves you don't slip up in the future if it's true and you did do it don't ever do it again yeah because the minute he it, it it comes up again nobody's gonna believe him i and i understand what people are saying and I, I understand what Amber Heard's team is saying. It's like, well, just because she didn't photograph this doesn't mean that it didn't happen. But I think she's made some clearly huge errors and got caught multiple times clearly perjuring herself. Oh, um, yeah. I saw like, some clips. And like, it was the just like... evidence, the evidence that, the, that Johnny's team and that they're proving that photos are faked. She called TMZ. Like there, this was a very calculated, there were some calculated moves. Now that doesn't mean that he didn't smack her around. You know what I mean? But once they, once they thread that seed of doubt in people and you have this already bubbling, we wish he wasn't a wife beater hope. Like people are just, it's just like, so I don't know, but the thing is, defamation is extremely hard to prove. If oh, they man. think even once he he hit her, he's he loses. So I think that his defense actually really summed it up well. They're like, you either believe all of the accusations from Amber, or you believe none of them. They're like, there is no in between. Pick. And I was like, okay, that's fair. So, you know what I mean you're like okay I'm like okay and I was like and I'm so fucking glad I don't gotta pick <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be on that jury like I'm all I'm like, I don't want to I don't I, I don't know how you do I, I do these huge cases what I um it's an intense amount of pressure so mm. I wish I wish them all a lot of luck they don't have a very fun job so yeah but other than that it was pretty much this is us and yelling about new Amsterdam. I want to swing back to Obi-Wan for a second. Yes. I'm so excited about this. I'm, so did I'm you ever knowledgeable watch the about it or anything? No, I am not knowledgeable about this at all. Okay. Like I, I know that Hayden Christensen's coming back in some form. Yes. Here's the thing. Okay. So I, I watched the prequel. I've watched everything mm-hmm. except for like a lot of the TV shows. Yeah. Except for like the newest Disney Plus TV shows, I haven't watched 
like any of the animated stuff that they did, which I know is 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 considered canon. And like character would show up on the Mandalorian and everybody be like, that's from Clone Wars. And, like, and I like, don't know who that is. And 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 Anakin is a big part of those cartoons. Like, isn't he like It's Anakin and Obi-Wan basically. It's like Yeah. Anakin. Yeah. So here's um so I was like, well, okay. I didn't think I was ever going to have occasion to to watch Clone Wars or anything. Yeah. But I saw a TikTok where apparently the Disney Plus from the UK posted, like, before watching Obi-Wan, here's what you should watch and in what order. And it's like, watch, you know, obviously the prequels, but, like, in between episodes two and three, like, watch these specific episodes of Clone Wars. I'm like, well, I can do that. Yeah. And so... (laughs) That's what I watched this week, and I discovered something both horrifying and fantastic. Okay, wait on me. So I'm going to seg for a minute, but hold on, it'll make sense. Did you ever watch Moulin Rouge? Oh, yeah, girl. Love love Moulin Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. Tragic, beautiful story, right? Yes. Of, Of what's his name and Satine, right? Yep. So, in Clone Wars... There's a Duchess of Mandalore, and if you're thinking that sounds like Mandalorian, you're correct. It's mm-hmm. a long story. Anyhow, mm-hmm. she's she's basically running Mandalore, mm-hmm. and she's nonviolent and wants to stay out of the whole Republic nonsense, and has this this kind of push and pull with Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and it turns out they kind of have a thing for each other. <gasps> Yeah, but because he's a he Jedi, a monk. he can't be with her. But like, I know. every but single like, like the episodes that they recommended you watch are all their episodes together. Which I'm like, what does this mean for the TV show? Yeah, but like, it's interesting. But anyhow, the point is, is this woman's name is Satine. I love that, and I'm like, this is mean because what happens to Satine in Clone Wars <laughs> is not school. <laughs> It is a little too close. To like what you didn't hurt in us Moulin enough Rouge. in Moulin Rouge. Like I was a mess in Moulin after when, like that was like it messed me up. Okay. Go, also, go. his crying in that movie. Oh man, gut like gutting. gut just like gut me, man. Go to Twitter right now and look at I retweeted something. Okay, go. I'm going. I got to find it. Twitters. What's his name in Christian. Christian. He was hot. He was. Who tried out for Moulin Rouge? I feel like... I want to say, like, Heath Ledger tried out for Moulin Rouge. Okay, that's your TikTok thread thing? Hang on, I gotta go to you. No, not the TikTok thread. Yeah, that's your pin tweet. Like right Why? there in his arms. Why? That's so mean. But anyhow, for some reason, they're like, you should watch all these episodes before watching. Can like Star Wars let any couples ever be happy? Apparently not. Like seriously. Like what's really sad is like the happiest ending for any couple was pretty much the one where it was the one, it was the prequel one. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was like, and they blew up on the ship. Jesus. I don't know. It's Star Wars, guys. I'm so bad with Star Wars. 
what was it? Oh, new. What were all the Star Wars movies? Hang on, I gotta Google it. Star Wars movies. Boom. I'm gonna get a list and then I'll remember. Maybe it wasn't considered Star Wars movies. I have Skywalker, The Last Jedi, Rogue One. That was not happy. They both died. But like that was like the happiest. (laughs) They died together. Everybody else just has to live in total misery for the rest of their life because their true love is dead. I was like, that's not happy. Or like they get killed or they get a divorce or they like think they're cheating their baby mama's cheating them with their freaking obi-wan and then they die in a pile of like lava i don't know like the honestly the the obi-wan satine thing really hit me hard because like at one point he tells her i would have left the jedi order to oh! be with you. and i'm like are you fucking kidding me oh, right that, now like, Loki ticks me off because he was kind of like not super supportive <laughs> Well, I think it gives I think it gives background into why he wasn't though. Oh yeah, I suppose. So this is all taking place before this is before Okay, but is Obi-Wan taking place before Anakin goes all evil or is it after? It's before, but it 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 shows more his descent to the dark side. Nice. It's like it's really abrupt when you watch Revenge yes, of the Sith. In the movie it's tough. It's like but when you watch Clone Wars, you're like, okay, this probably kind of pissed them off a bit. There was like straw that breaks the camel's back. Well, you know, you know here's the thing. I feel like um, the pre the the first one, two, and three. I feel like they are judged. I feel like Hayden Christensen got blamed for all. Oh, of it. I hate what they did to Hayden Christensen. And I don't understand it because the man was just reading the 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 freaking words on the page. If you want to like go blame somebody for the shit writing, go blame, blame George Lucas. The shit writer, yeah, George Lucas. But here's the thing: they're all terrible. Like the original I mean, trilogy, are, right? Also terrible, those, right? Like, listen, like. Like Harrison Ford, I remember he gave an interview. They were like cracking up as they were saying these lines because they're like, "This movie is so stupid and this is so terrible," but they're paying us, so whatever. I mean, ostensibly they're not like well-written movies. <laughs> but what ha- has happened, and what gives me a little bit of hope for the sequel trilogy, at least, mm-hmm. is that the people who it was made, the prequels were made for, the children, mm-hmm. are now adults. Yes, and they're like to watch i've seen some videos of hayden christensen just like kind of getting like almost misty yeah like fans like cheering for him yeah. and everything yeah he's like it's really nice to finally get to experience this because now the people who grew up with it and have right. a love for it right are like we love you we're yeah, so we love you. you you're Darth Vader, man <laughs> You know, and I think yeah. eventually we'll get to a point where, like, everybody will love everything because it's all just Star Wars. Exactly. Well, and here's the other thing. Like, I think, personally, I feel like the Splendors in the Grass kind of love story in episode two. I was really looking forward to that. And I remember watching it and I was like, this is a little cheesy, but whatever. But I really thought Hayden Christensen in episode three as abrupt as the turn was he did a solidly great job like oh yeah he was scary and you could feel like 
I feel like he did a great job. Like you could see why he's, you know, Anakin, Anakin's just a, just a hair on the line of crazy. And you just see him like tip over that line. And you're like, yeah, I buy that. I buy it. I think he did a really good job. And so it's it's been interesting watching those, those specific Mm -hmm. episodes of Clone Wars and really kind of seeing a little bit more of Anakin, a little bit more of Obi-Wan and their relationship together and mm-hmm. all these Although other little so, pieces that, that factor in. He's so beautiful. Like, I love that they cast Darth Vader, who essentially becomes this mangled monster. This is really, like, heartthrobby looking This guy. heartthrobby, gorgeous kid. And you're like, oh, God, he's going to turn into, he's going to get all burned up by lava. <laughs> like, not the face. Not the face. <laughs> it's burning. You're like, no, I know you're evil, but no. And I, I know, saw... I like Natalie Portman. Listen, when they cast um, Ray, what's her name? Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. I was really pumped because I was like she looks just like Natalie Portman. I thought the same fucking thing. If we're talking this shit, listen, I know you I know you hate Raylo. But take it from just take the romantic part out of it. Just take the romantic part out of it. That's easy to do. They're not gonna have babies. (laughs) No one's hooking up. There's no it is Anakin wanted to use the force to get this power in order to save Padme's life and he ultimately kills her but it's his grandson who chases after this I have to fulfill my grandfather's prophecy and he ultimately does what Anakin couldn't do in that he uses the force to to save the woman you know, you I know. actually never considered that before, but you're goddamn right. Yeah, and I listen. Why did want, I never think of that before? If you want to bookend shit with me, writers, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> like I never considered it. Flip that it way. on its side. Just I never. It on its side. And it wasn't the dark side that allowed him to. No, do that. and he, and it was Ray's goodness. And her teaching him, because when she gave it back to him, he taught that taught him in that moment. It was a moment of he did not deserve. She should have let his ass bleed out after she stabbed him. Like, I don't think anybody was going to complain. I was going to complain. Like, yeah, that's fair. You need to die. But like, she saves him in a moment of really unconditional love and forgives him. And he's he knows he's a piece of shit. And he's like, well. I really didn't believe that. I didn't really deserve that. And she's like, you are a dumbass because you keep walking around being this Kylo Ren guy killing your father. When in reality, if you'd just been Ben Solo, I would have gone to dinner with you. You know what I mean? Like, just stop being a dipwad. And he (laughs) learned. He's like, oh. And then he, like, that, to me, what triggers the best scene is when he imagines that he's there with Han Solo. I do love that scene. So yeah, and he it, he learns the power, what what Anakin was searching for all those years. How do I stop death? You and sacrifice he, yourself. You sacrifice yourself. And if and if he had only done Anakin had only done that, Padme would have lived, and yeah, yeah, things would have been much, been much different. different. So he does fulfill 
my grandfather's legacy i must be that's know. amazing i never thought of that before kind of makes you love it doesn't it it's just <laughs> a little bit a okay. little bit motherfucker god damn, damn you adam driver i still am not in favor of that goddamn well shit. okay listen here's the other thing okay so they have a kiss whatever for the people who are pissed oh that you know they didn't end up together and they, they should have been Listen, I don't know how one really um, apologizes for blowing up a planet. Because that's what he did, y'all. So it's difficult to kind of come out from that. I think people poo-poo like the absolute bloody um, savagery that was Kylo Ren. You know what I mean? He was just as bad as Darth Vader. So to me, him this concept that that Ray and, and Ben were like duality of two sides of the same coin, he's his physical spirit is living within Ray. So he has not left her. It's lit- his life force is inside of her. That's why I think we don't see his force ghost because it's inside of her. And when she dies, then he'll be free. But that's just my own personal. Interesting. So to me, it was more of a, spiritual and I was a little surprised they put a kiss at the end of it because I kind of always felt like it was a spiritual connection between the two and I was like I like I knew I knew like Kylo Ren had a thing for her but I was never quite sure like is Ray down (laughs) I was like oh yeah she is but only for Ben so I kind of loved I loved the ending I was very very happy listen Guys, you're not going to kill Han Solo and get away with it. Like, that doesn't work. (laughs) You don't kill one of the greatest movie characters of all time. They had an interview uh, with Adam Driver, and it was after the first movie had aired. And I think he was getting an interview for the second. They were like, so yeah, like, did they, like, (laughs) did they tell you, like, you're going to kill Han Solo? And he's like, yep. And they were like, so, like, what'd you think? You're like, he was like, Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit's right. Right? I was like, that feels like an accurate reaction to having to kill Harrison Ford. Can you imagine? Oh my no. god. No. Um, another thing before I forget mm-hmm. about Clone Wars, I learned an interesting thing. Late on me. Remember the bad guy from the first Star Wars movie, Phantom Menace, Darth Maul? Like episode one or like the- yeah, the episode one. Um, yes, Darth. He Maul. had the, the the black and red yeah, and the spiky head. Guy. He died too. He soon. is not dead. What? He is in Clone Wars. Obi Wan just cut off his legs, not him in half, and so he's fine. Okay, like I'm kind of excited about that though because he was sweet. He's interesting. He actually talks. Like in Clone Wars, I'm like, he's space. He's got a brother and his brother's crazy stuff. And like like a whole family tree. There's all kinds of shit. He's the one that anyhow. He's not really happy with with Obi-Wan. Let's just put it that way. Well, would you be? I mean Lysing and Dicing me. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I had something very exciting happening to me, and I get to tell you about it because I am officially done with Grey's Anatomy. Oh, good. Finally. What was your... Oh, they, they put J-Pro together. Yeah. So now you don't have to hang on. I don't. I'm good. I can let it go. 
I feel free. I feel like a bird flying. They kissed, and I just like felt my. Tell heart. me how they put them together. Like, so I, tell I me how they the broke up the last time. I didn't and... watch the whole thing. I just watched okay. the last scene because I. My guess is the whole. I know. I know how they do on this show. My guess is they show up in town for something, and they they're no one's sure if they're together the whole time, and then they have a little scene at the very end where they're talking and then she just reaches up very lightly or actually he reaches for her and he just kisses her and then they hold hands and walk out. So they have been together. Yeah. So, you know, they're together. Yep. Okay, cool. I was like, that's all I want. You're like, it's all I need. So, uh, I listen, me no more. signed up for a spinoff. I'd be so there. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because you know they'd be tortured. I know that's the other thing. Like everyone's like, "Oh, they should do a spinoff." I'm like, "No, because I'll get them divorced for the four hundredth time." <laughs> I just stopped divorcing like, my I've people. I've been here before. I know what happens. Also, there needs to be a Jabril Funko. I have a Meredith and Derek, and I'm like, I would so trade that in for a Jabril Funko. You could probably get a, a custom. Well, so I've thought about getting a custom, and I also, what I've really decided I need to get a custom, Darcy and Elizabeth. <gasps> Why isn't there one of those already? Okay, I want there... one, too. If you okay, get listen. one, give me the link, because okay, I want I one, too. I got a guy. I got a guy on Facebook. Okay, give me, give me your guy. Best. He's the best. It's kind okay. of pricey, but he's really good. So, there is a Darcy and Elizabeth, but it's the freaking one where it's the vampires or the where they're slain. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding I me? watched that and it was fun. It's fun, but Darcy is not no that cute. No. So like, I was like, well, can I pretend? And I looked at her, I looked at the figurines and I'm like, no. So I was thinking I do like the, the one where she's got the pearls in there, her hair and she's dancing. Or do I just do the Elizabeth and her Elizabeth like outfit? Like, where she's just casual. Do I do fancy Elizabeth or do I casual Elizabeth? Well, whatever you get, I should get the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then do we do open shirt Darcy or fancy tux Darcy? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if you do fancy Elizabeth, you have to have fancy Darcy to go you're with. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, and then you have open shirt to go with, with regular. Open shirt. Because what he needs is he needs a picture. And then he will literally, he's like, send him a picture of what outfit. Because he's like specific on the outfit. And he puts the outfit together for you. He's the shit. <laughs> I love this guy. I made Percy ones for my niece. I spent so much money on an Annabeth for her. Because she loves the storybooks and they haven't made any Funkos. And she loves Funkos. And I'm like, yeah, let's just do a custom one. Custom Funkos are the best. <laughs> yeah, so I've, cool. got custom, I've got custom Stelina. I've got custom um, Lucas and Peyton. And he did a really good job on both. So I was like, but I love Darcy and Elizabeth. And I'm like, I need to just do it. I think I'll probably do fancy. So like you could do casual. Okay. That feels like more us. It does. Right? Yeah. Yours will be cheaper too. Well, when you put on the fancy stuff. Yeah. Fancy dresses. Like I thought a really, really long time about doing the Elena and Stefan season three when she was in her fancy ball gown and they were dancing because it was super hot. But like I asked him and it was like astronomically expensive. <laughs> like I cannot justify spending this on plastic. So I went with more of a simplified version. But yeah. Give me the deets. I, I, will, need, I'll, I, I gotta, need. Yeah, I'll give you the deets. My dude's great. I just got to email him. 
Okay. Well, there. We figured that out. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I was like, who's your Funko guy? I need you to do your Taylor Swift questionnaire. I will. I will. I'm so excited. Point to it. There's like an end result. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. I'll do it this weekend after I get my chandelier. I mean, it's not like a super long questionnaire. <laughs> I know, but I had a migraine last night and I'm moderately stoned today because I took every single pill. This explains a lot about this podcast. Yeah, I took like every possible medication last night and none of them worked. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, it was like maybe like seven o'clock in the morning. I'd been up almost all night and then they kicked in. So I'm a little like floaty in my brain. I want a hysterectomy. <laughs> I'm so ready for menopause. Like I'm ready for this freaking period migraine thing to be over. Sorry, guys. Segue into personal. <laughs> as as the 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 hysterectomy representative on this mm-hmm. podcast, I can say totally worth it. Do and you miss your uterus? Never. No. Nope. For a second. I can't have one. Never once for a second. Why can't you? I asked. They, I, last time I had an operation, I was like, BTW, yank that motherfucker out of there if you can. And he can't because it's so encased on my scar tissue. It's literally stuck in me. He tried. That sucks, he was like, man. it ain't going anywhere. It's like connected to other organs and no. shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like fused together. I'm like, Do you have up. like the opposite? Because mine I'm was like, killing me. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> mine doesn't kill me. I just don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine was a little bit you of You were bleeding out. It was killing me and I didn't like it. Right. You were bleeding out. I'm not bleeding. I just have migraines. And I'm like, every month I just look at Nick and I'm like, it has served its purpose. I have a beautiful human. I'm ready for this to be out of me. And he's like, well, it can't get out of you. So I'm like, well. Stupid, I'm so glad stupid that I can man go on vacations like Tahoe and I know and I don't I even have to think about it. It's, it's so wonderful. I'm so jealous. You like I'm not jealous wonderful. of like your near death bleeding out. It was quite concerning. No, it like, wasn't that near death. I know, but it was not great, guys. Yeah, she downplays it. It was scary. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm totally jealous of your post surgical hysterectomy bliss. It's wonderful. <sighs> ten out of ten would recommend. Like, I'm 40. Where is menopause? Let's get this cracking. Oh, dude, that was me. Because it's like, as soon as I turned 40, that's when my, my hell started. So I have to... Yeah, I'm like, anytime now, eggs, dry up, please. Dry up. <laughs> like, I keep asking my mom. I'm like, mom, like, do you... Ha-? She's like, oh, no, the migraines get better. She's like, they put you on hormones and it, like, evens you out. I'm like, fuck me. And listen, guys. I've talked to my gynecologist about this situation, and I'm the only person on the planet who can't take birth control to regulate my stuff. Because I almost you are just curse. I'm a fucking mess. Like I'm <laughs> a walking disaster zone. Y'all don't even know. Like I'm a horror show. In fact, my doctor actually called me a surgical horror show once. That's a, it's such a nice. I was like, that's super comforting. Yet. He was like. <laughs> Like, this was, like, the top doctor in the world. And he was, I like, love I love to hear this about And he's, like, and I never want to operate on you ever again. And I'm, like, <laughs> awesome. Thanks. And I had so many freaking, I've had so many subsequent surgeries after Lauren. And he had told me, like, when I was freaking 12, don't ever have a C-section. And I, like, a 12-year-old's, <laughs> like, oh, okay. And okay. I remember, no, 
like, sure, I don't need one of those. And, like, I remember when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, so, by the way, BTW, OBGYN, I was like, I'm not supposed to have a C-section. And she literally, like, blinked at me. Like, she was oh. like, who said that? I was like, you know, my main guy. She's like, does he understand that we utilize that rather frequently to deliver children? I'm like, yeah. But I, you know, I can't. <laughs> I ended up having one and it was bad guys. I almost died. So on his last day, like after I've had all these complications for 14 years, I finally looked at him. And I was like, well, damn man, when you say, I was like, you were right. You really told me not to have a C-section. He just shrugged. He's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like I tried to warn you. I told you, you didn't listen to me. I was like, well, I wanted a baby. It's fine. So yeah. I'm in that kind of, that's my week. I'm just like, oh, I wish for my hysterectomy and then eat some chocolate. And take I'm some glad the week is over too. It's been a hard. It's week. been long. It's been just a crap week too with the shooting. And I'm just, I'm just, I just, I have to turn the news off. I can't. I just start crying when I read these, the freaking oh, paper. Same here. I, just I have can't. lived on. TikTok and reading. I know long. everyone's like Jennifer. Why are you listening to Johnny Depp? Like that doesn't matter. Listen, guys, we have to do it for our sanity. Clearly, I understand that there are way more important things. Callie and I know that there's a ton of other stuff going on in the world. That's that you know what was it? Eighteen kids died. Like we understand that nineteen. Yeah, and I we do this to give people a break. We realize it's. And to give ourselves and, a break. And ourselves a break. It's frivolous and we're talking about stuff that really doesn't matter that much, but it, we're doing it because mental health. It's just, you know, sometimes you need escapism and it is a lot. It's it's a lot to to digest these kinds of horrors. I it's really I have a difficult time understanding that this is the world in which we live and it's awful. <laughs> I just really, you know, it's, I it's, I've had a hard time dealing with like a lack of hope. Well, I understand there's a plan. I don't know what the plan is. I have not been informed of it. I'm hoping God triumphs in the end. I feel pretty confident he will. But man, the road to that is fairly nightmarish. And there's a lot of there's a lot of evil in this world and it comes in some really I mean we had a very difficult conversation with Lauren because you know she's old enough now to understand this and she was like when like how why does this keep happening and when did this all start so you know we had a really long talk about Columbine with her you know I was telling my kids this week yeah you know when Columbine happened I was like not even three months pregnant with Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first time around. And it was, I remember thinking, like, watching it in horror, watching the news, and thinking, is this what I'm going to have to yeah. live with with my kids? For, yep. for the, yeah. For this is, this is, is this what's going to be like? I remember thinking, I'm going to be too scared to send my kids to school. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, what I explained to her was, 
you know, it was a little, it kind of reminded me of September 11th and that, you know, I, I know everybody was very upset with the CIA and that they should have known that this was coming. And I think they, they did know this was coming there, there, that something was coming. But from my standpoint, it was an evil that people couldn't conceive of. You know what I mean? Like, and this is definitely would have thought of flying planes into buildings. And so that's what I was explaining to Lauren. Like, this didn't occur to anybody before this happened. And from it sparked an evil, from that evilness sparked more evil. And now this is the way you, if you're, if you're a bad person, if you're, if you're crazy, this is the way you get your name on the news. And it has, and I don't, I don't, I don't have the solution for all, you know, I understand that there's millions of arguments on how do we fix this? And I don't even want to get into that. But like, that was the conversation with Lauren. I was like, it was an evil we could not conceive of. And it brought forth it. Once you opened that Pandora's box, we've never been able to close it. And I said, and this is the reality that you have to live with you know? So I'm just like, it's just, it's truly terrifying to send your children to school. Absolutely. It's terrifying. So I I told mine, I was like, this is why I bitch and moan and drive you clear across town for school because it's one of the safer schools in the area. And, you know, it's I'll take what I can get, you know, in terms of safety. Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't go to the top school in our area. It was, you know, we lived in a nice neighborhood, but the suburb I grew up in was rough around the edges. And, you know, Lauren, I think goes to a nicer school than I went to, but there's still some elements there. And I think that's important for her to like experience that. And like, you need to like, you know, you know, you need to know what to do when a fight breaks out and that kind of stuff, you know, I said, Mm -hmm. and like exist in that realm. I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing for her to be around. I really don't. So, um, I was like, cause Pete, I was like, and it's really important to me that she goes to school with kids who are of different socioeconomic oh, yeah. levels, you know Well, I mean? that's another thing this school has. It's yeah. Got, it's, it's probably the most, well, I, I hesitate to say the most diverse because there's some, in some of the neighborhoods here, Yeah. there's, there's a lot of diversity, but it, it is the balance of education, safety, and diversity. Yes that is hard to replicate like any pup private school here is not going to be very diverse it'll yeah. be safe and have the good education but it's not going to have that you know so well it's something i want to talk to my sisters about because i from what i remember of my high school i remember like uh i got there late one day and there was a guard we had a guard and you like couldn't get in the door wow like you couldn't and he was out there and he was like basically like what the fuck are you doing like you had to be like I have permissions for my mom this is the deal you know what I mean like there was security at the school and we had two ex-viking football players as assistant coaches and their literal job was to break up fights that was it that was their job nobody messed with those dudes they came in the lunchroom and the fight stopped like they were literally pick kids up by the neck and just be like you over here (laughs) you over here when when I went to school I never could have conceived. 
well, like, like such a thing. Yeah, is. like that that would even be necessary. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, it is yeah. The, the the idea of it is horrifying. Now I don't know what my old high school does these days with yeah. this issue. Yeah. But like I just know at the time it was I nobody ever thought of it. Nobody ever thought of it. Yeah. I, well, just... I had a really disturbing I had a really disturbing I went to pick Lauren up and it was my first time picking her up early from the middle school. And of course there were like no clear directions on the website, you know? So like Nick and I were just like winging it and I parked and I didn't remember which door was the office and I parked at the wrong door and I walked in. I was like, well, I the wrong day. but I walked, by. <laughs> I walked right in, walked right in and I made it to the nurse's office. And finally a staff member was like, where are you who are you where are you going I was like oh I'm here to pick up my daughter I went through the wrong door and they were like how did you even get in I'm like because y'all left the doors wide open so I was like excellent security system you guys you know what I mean it's like but like they shouldn't have to focus on that they're teachers you know what I mean like it's absolutely insane that that has to be right Part of yeah, the anytime they talk now. about it's like just... arming teachers, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, on the one hand, I'm like, I feel like you're sending people into war zones without any um, weapons. But then on the flip side, you've got police showing up and they don't breach for an hour. Yeah, because they're afraid to get shot. Because they're afraid to get shot. I'm like, like you that's know, your fucking job. Get in there. I'm just know. listen. <laughs> I yeah, that was pretty much when I turned on Johnny Depp, guys. When I was seeing on Twitter that they didn't breach for an hour, I was like, okay, the drug because out. they thought <laughs> the kids were already dead, so why even bother? Why bother? I just. <sighs> I mean, I've had conversations with my father. Like, what do we do if this happens? You know? Here, my my husband told the kids this morning, like, this is what you do, this is what you should do, because all this. Because yeah. he, he said, he said, what do you, what do they you do in your drills? And and Liam told him, and Kyle was like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I know the drills. You know what the drills remind me of? Hmm. They remind me of like when our parents did like the hide under the desk for the nuclear bomb. Yes. That's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm somebody like, pointed this is out. Pointless. If somebody pointed out a lot of the school shooters now were went through these drills as children themselves. They already know all these tricks. They're right. Well, and they're anybody. coming in. Listen, these guys are coming in with Kevlar. They're coming in with um, they modify these guns. I mean, these guys, it's it's just it's I honestly I'm kind of and I know people don't want to militarize schools, but like I'm just kind of at the point where it's like, let's just have like a separate kind of like the the national guard but like for school security and also work on gun control like i don't have a problem with like why can't we do things simultaneously you know what i mean yeah because we can do country. more than one thing one thing at a time guys you, don't you, have like a mean? you can only right do one there's thing like try to save this like, right you know. <laughs> like we can multitask it's there's fine, multiple things you know? that can be done here and i'm fine with my child going to a military like environment that's fine with me. I don't mind that. And I, I know like, well, oh, you know, you risk, you know, kids grabbing like more security. Listen, there was, there was more security at my school protect. This is bef- like, 
in the Columbine area, protecting students from other students. Yeah. That's what I can't get my brain wrapped around. I'm like, they were more afraid of what students were going to do. And I was like, you know, God forbid we bring some crack into the school. You know what I mean? Like, that's literally what it was. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, the bougie schools get the cocaine. We were crack at my school. So. <laughs> I didn't know how to get it. I wasn't, like, in that. But I knew it was around. So I just, like, I don't get that. Like, that's my... So I grew up in a high security school. So to me, like, that's my natural inclination. Well, if we're freaking, if you're, if you're arming a guard and like having him like patrol the parking lot and like for students who are late, like myself, I don't understand why we can't militarize the national guard and send them out to elementary schools. Like I'm pretty much like, that's where I'm at. And yeah, let's make some laws that would stop these things from happening. But as you read into these situations, what drives me fucking nuts is there are some laws in the books and they don't follow them. They don't follow the laws that are in the books. Like they're just like, like he had a red flag on him and they didn't do the stuff you're supposed to do on the red flag stuff. So he couldn't get a gun. Like there should be harsh punishments. For oversights like that. Like, if you're not going to fucking follow the law, what are we even doing here? Right? I think we're like, oh, let's create new laws. Or let's just fucking follow the ones that are already on the books. That'd be a good start. Yeah. I had to start watching Johnny Depp and turds and beds because I was like, this is actually weirdly comforting. (laughs) I had to read some books. And let me tell you, not a hardship. I read some really great books this week. So yeah. So like, listen, guys, no judgment from us. Do what you got to do. You know, I mean, protect your your mental health, protect your mental health, kiss your babies, babies. kiss your, and I did tweet on my Twitter. Uh, I'm going to start to cry. <laughs> Don't talk about that. I can't do it. I, I no, have no, to no, tell no. them because no, no, I no, want no, them no, to no, get no. the money. No. I want to get the money. No. We, we no. air in like Go that... to my Twitter. Pin it to the top of your profile. Okay. I, I, I no. I, no. You can't. I know. No. Okay. I'll <laughs> pin it to the top of my profile. Well, we're like, people listen to the, we're like 17 countries. So like this could be, I'll pin it to the top of my profile. If you're able to, do, uh, to donate to this GoFundMe. Please do. Um, please do. It is very worthy. It's a worthy cause. So I would like to see these kids get $50 million. So let's try to make that happen. Okay. We're going to have a nice Memorial Day weekend. Think of all the people who have sacrificed their lives for this country. Go drink some booze. And people you have lost. Drink Sleep some in. Booze, eat some fatty foods. Go buy a mattress. Buy a chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever, whatever turns your crank. Yeah, watch some trashy shows. Go watch. I'm so excited for Stranger Things. I'm so excited. And Obi-Wan. And now I'm really pumped about Obi-Wan. Yeah. Romance, baby. That's how you get me. Even if one person is. It's fine. If they listen, it's Star Wars. I've kind of turned to the fact that nobody gets a happy ending in Star Wars, which is kind well, of and also because how Lord often is anybody really dead? Like, well, Darth listen, Maul's George not Lucas, dead. Boba listen. Fett's not dead. Like, who is dead? Hell, George so Lucas much. loves to talk like, oh, this is a fairy tale. Yeah, 
we got I'm it. with you. But have you actually watched an ending to a fairy tale? Because <laughs> they don't end like this, dude. Yeah, what they did to to, to Leia and Han was, was... That was dirty pool. That was really like, dirty. honestly... So what was it? It was episode six? Four, five, six. Yeah, so like seven. you didn't get your hat... Was it seven? See, I don't even give a fuck. I which, can't which, which one are you talking about? The one where, like, Leia and Han, and they save the day, and, like, they're happy. That was six, yes. Okay, six. Like, <laughs> why couldn't we just have that? That like, was fine. I was happy with like, that. Like, why did they have to have a fucked up son? Why did fucked up son have to kill Why couldn't we just do, like, Han, Leia, and happy Ben Solo? Or whatever. Slightly dark and twisty, but he's Ben Solo. And it's like, he hasn't gotten to the dark side yet, but they're, like, trying to save him. I don't know. Sometimes that just... happened in the books, from what I understand. They I had just... twins... And the story <laughs> is going you'll evil. never let go of your twins. <laughs> I love it. I'm literally so upset. It was right there. It was I right there. It. I had it in the grasp of my hand and they took it from me. It was right there. What were their names? Didn't it start with Jason and Jaina, but Jason was spelled differently. So 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it like, was written in the 90s. You should Oh, it feels pretty 80s to me, man. Feels pretty 80s. Although it wasn't spelled really Jason, Jason. It was spelled like G J A C E N. Like Star Wars fancy? Yeah, J-A-C-E-N. Can I tell you how much I love, though, that they named their son Ben? Yeah. Like, okay, listen, I understand he was evil, but like when, okay, when Han Solo yells Ben in like that, I'm your father, motherfucker, turn around and come home. I'm like, oh. I really was like, oh, his name's Ben. <laughs> so bad. And then all the horrible things happened after that. We can't talk about it. I was so hopeful. Like, you just want to, like, make me upset. Go ahead. I know. I like, oh, <laughs> and, you know, I feel like we got to blame Harrison Ford a little bit. Because he was really, he wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. That little I know. Asshole. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, just shut up, dude. Nobody's like, hiring so... you to write this. Now, okay. just be quiet. Here's what I get. Here's what I get a little teased off with him. All right, so he's talking about doing Indiana Five. That's he is fine. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine to keep doing that. Because he's the star. Star Wars, but Star Wars, I need to get murdered by my son. I think his whole thing. Because what I heard him say after Return of the Jedi premiered was, "I'm not the hero. I should have died." So I'm not the main character. I should have died. Is what he's saying. Okay. I'm like that's some bullshit because I that's don't not how agree that works. with anything. <laughs> that's not how that works. It's just wrong. I mean, like, also, I feel like Harrison Ford doesn't really like get the magic of Star Wars. No, he's kind of a curmudgeon. He is. He's very <laughs> much a curmudgeon, and it's not just because he's old. Because he is, but, like, I think he was just born a curmudgeon. I think he's, like, been a curmudgeon even when he was young and hot. When you read <laughs> Grumpy Sunshine books, the grumpy is Harrison. <laughs> but he really is. I got it. But see, like, like, okay, minus the whole going evil, like, I could really see, like, I was having a blast when people were, like, posting pictures of, like, young Harrison Ford 
and Adam Driver. Because, like, granted, I'm not saying Adam Driver is even remotely in the realm of hotness of Harrison Ford. I have not gone crazy. But there are some resemblances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely tried to mix. Yeah. They even, like, styled Adam for, like, a cover that looked exactly like an old Harrison Ford. And I was like, swoon. They tried to do, like, a really interesting meld of Princess Leia and Han Solo. And right. So yeah. it's like, and Adam Driver is kind of a, he's, again, kind of a curmudgeon in the body of a 30-year-old. <laughs> 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 I saw him, like. The little the little kids, they were like there's like a whole crew of like there's like twenty little kids and he was like in front of them and they wanted autographs and they're like losing their shit and they're like Kylo and he's like calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like totally crabby, like relax kids, calm down. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Here's exactly how you think Kylo Ren would be. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. I don't really feel like sometimes the personalities between the two are too far off, just minus the like scary rage and murdering thing. Well, yeah. But like the fact that Ben Solo is kind of a grump, yeah, that feels true. <laughs> I'm a little upset also at, at Kylo Ren, can I just say? Yeah, feel free. He called the Millennium Falcon a piece of shit. Well, you know, the motherfucker had no respect for anything. So, I mean. Like, that's just sacrilege at this point. Like, there's so many fix. (laughs) The Rainbow Group, I tell you what. How dare he? Like, there's so many fix of Ray and Ben having sex on the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) It's like everybody rejected that notion. And they're like, no, he loves it. Deep down, he really loves it. blow that piece of shit out of this guy yeah. now I'm going excuse you excuse me you were probably conceived in that you little shit exactly <laughs> absolutely I have proof like there's no churches in Star Wars but that's the church I mean yeah, yeah. I mean yeah 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 I was with you there and like Ray loves the Millennium Falcon I mean adorable. I don't trust anybody who doesn't let's be honest she appreciates it mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> again, I just, I see you just got to read some Raylo fix it fix. I do like, not. No, but like they fix Ben, so he's palatable. He's palatable. <laughs> Bite your goddamn tongue. Yes, I pushed you too far, guys. I was doing fine for a while. I had to have the whole book in thing. You pushed and then it I just, way too far. I just pushed it over the edge. Oh, no, Every time. Every time. Again. <laughs> like trying to get her to watch season four of the Vampire Diaries. No. <laughs> you want to see a curmudgeon. <laughs> you are the curmudgeon. I am. You're very much the curmudgeon. I am. Speaking of curmudgeons in the bodies of young people, <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> no wonder I like Han Solo so much. I know. I mean, really? It makes a lot of sense. Also, he's super hot. Yes. All right, guys. Have a lovely Memorial Day weekend. We're sending you loves and hugs. Loves and hugs. Loves and hugs. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.